Welcome one and all to episode 33 of the Megavision Show, the companion podcast to Megavisions Magazine. Today is April 13th, 2020, and I'm Chris, the editor of Megavisions, and joining me this week is Sketchcraft and Scotty. How's it going, guys? Hello. Happy well, late Easter. See, I wait for Scotty, and then he waits, and then we'll talk. I just, we, he asks, he introduces it all at once, so I just figure we'll yell all at once. I just, you guys are gentlemen, is all. <laughs> You're men of gentle nature. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're what, like two months into the quarantine? How are you guys holding up? I think it's only been a month. <laughs> Has it? I think I've so. lost all time. Like I, I, every day is just a, I, I, I have no capacity now to measure time anymore. Uh, I don't know no. what day it is right now, even though I just said it. I'm pretty sure it's only been, we're in like week four or something. I don't know. Everybody has their own day count of quarantine and it's not the same as mine. So whatever. It's been at least two or, th- I mean, it's been at least three or four weeks, I'd say. It seems like so long. Like, I, I feel like I'm going feral. Uh, I'm about to eat my kids. Oh, well, you'll be eating for a while then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been, <laughs> I've been up planning for years. <laughs> I've been the kids. The kids are like, what? What did he just say? Is he gonna eat? What did, he, did he just say he's going to eat us? Yeah. <laughs> feed you. Going to feed you. And, and just for clarification, audience listeners, uh, I'm not saying Chris's children are fat. He just has like 19 kids. Pretty much. But I've been, it's all been planning to this day, though. You know, like some, some people like to prep and uh, like buy like grains and other stuff. I just had kids. Oh, okay. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. So i'll last laugh last as i'm chowing down on a nice rib all full and happy while you guys are starving because you have nothing to eat do you have a long day chris (laughs) (laughs) i've had a long week it's been crazy it's monday (laughs) no dude like i said like i've lost all track of time man um because like i basically am every other day i've been i've been working in in a like an emergency operations center uh, on the Air Force base I'm assigned to. And we split 12-hour shifts. So it's just like, it, I, it's that's all that I know I'm doing. And then the day that I'm off, it's like I'm helping my kids go through school stuff. So like, it's not like I have a, an actual real day off where I can relax. It's like the kids are in school, so I'm having to help them keep them on, you know, like doing stuff. It's, it's mm-hmm. insane. Like, I envy the people that I see on social media who are like, Oh, we're so bored. We're watching like the, the fourth, you know, like round of the office and I don't know what to do. I'm like, screw you guys, man. I I personally don't know anyone like that. So if it makes you feel any better, (laughs) cause I'm working from home and we're keeping busy just fine. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Crazy times, man. So, uh, sketch, how you been holding up, buddy? I'm doing well. You know what I mean? Like my work so far, I've been fortunate that it it's continuing. You know, yeah. So I mean, I, as the you know the projects are going, and there's another project I've been. I can announce. I mean, um, so they're putting together a demo right now. It's a game called Berserk Boy. You can follow them on uh, Twitter. This is kind of like uh, Mega Man Zero ish kind of platformer. Um, he did a really cool <clears throat> the the lead animator on there. He did a really cool. I wish I knew their names. I just go Berserk Boy. That's how we talk to <laughs> one another, you know. Um, he's a school teacher. Out, he's from the UK, but he's a school teacher out in Japan 
right? So he's out there. He did that. Son- he did this cool little Sonic animation, like two D, like sprite, like using the lightning attacks from the movie. Um, oh, cool! Put it out a few weeks ago. He was pretty dope. But the game is dope. But I'm going to be doing cons- uh, all the cutscenes. I'm going to draw all the cutscenes and uh, concept art for that game. So um, they're getting ready to put together a demo. I don't know if they'll make the demo playable, but they have a demo for funding purposes, which they've talked about. So um, you can go check it out if you're interested in cool indie game. Always wanted to do that, on as well as other projects. And then um, some good news. Some good news. Hey oh. I am completely done with issue nine of Megavisions. So. Yay! And, and the crowd I, is I'm letting, wild. Yay! I'm <laughs> letting Chris know that I am completely done <laughs> with issue nine. I'm done. So I finished up the cover and everything else that I needed to turn in Sunday, and uh, that's nice. Nice to be done. So. Yeah, so like I think we're just really just doing a little bit of cleanup on most of the stuff. Like I dropped screens for our hotter snot uh, feature, which is like the first time we're ever doing that, uh, where we're debuting some some of our new mascots, which is pretty exciting. I'm I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, it's an interesting uh, new features, it's kind of unlike anything we've done before. Uh, but I like doing new stuff, man, and I'm excited for it. Uh, but it's almost done. Uh, we just got to do a couple updates to that. Then I just have to drop the text in. And I mean, she, that's, that's pretty much going to be done. I, I hope to have that finished tomorrow. Um, and then, uh, the rest of the week, it's just literally just built, put building everything out, making sure everything is, uh, you know, where it needs to be doing one final, maybe day of just like copy editing. Once the whole issue is like put together, and uh, then we'll be shipping that off to the printer, man. And uh, thank God that the printers are still printing right now because we need them. They're essential, right? Mm-hmm. They're essential to us, at least. Mm-hmm. Without them, we'd just be a digital magazine. I'm mm. afraid to comment on anything because <laughs> yeah, I have you, a tendency. You, you don't say yeah. that. <laughs> I'll say something and everything will break. So yep, I'm yeah. just... I'm just staying out of it. The last time I, I you were here, in... my whole street flooded. Yeah. <laughs> and it was Look. a beautiful flight in. <laughs> Crack. <laughs> yeah. I'm just letting you know that I am complete with issue nine. Of <laughs> like, oh, God. So something uh, terribly bad is going to happen. Uh, I am complete. Yeah. No, no, man, this has been a long time coming. We put a lot of hard work into this. I mean, I feel like, <sighs> man, it's just been a slug, a slog this time, a slug slog. There's a bunch of new done. stuff in this one, though. There's uh, two new features, some new characters. It's a big, um, it's a big, not well. It, <laughs> yeah, it, it's an evolution. We're evolving each issue. Yeah, for sure, and, that, and that's something that we've been saying for quite a, a while. You know, since we launched the, you know, the we redesigned and went physical. Is that like, you know, each issue we're going to continue to grow and continue to kind of find. Our identity, just from a you know, just from I think a, a visual standpoint, like an art direction from sketches side, like he knew where he wanted it to go, but it just was going to take some time to get there. And then even just from a uh, you know, like a, a story and you know, editorial standpoint as well. Um, and I feel like this issue is the closest we've been yet to kind of where we want to go in kind of our. What do you say, sketch? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're getting there. So. Look, I, I've made a million excuses. You know, the issue took a while. One because I was tired of doing it, and I got 
a bunch of other projects on the table. So I already knew that was going to take a while. Um, I started early because of that. Um, but then we ran also into, we ran into uh, the winter break, which I take time off in December regardless. That's just life. Um, family comes into town, so that's life. And then when we hit January, I added that Turtles pick, which added about 100 hours of effort. <laughs> yeah. to the magazine. I mean, like, by the I don't know what to say. I mean, we everyone's been pretty cool, but you need you do get one or two fans yeah. out there like, well, I don't even care about the piece of art. I just want the magazine. I'm like, I don't think you get it. I'm making the magazine, so I'm making the art because I want to make the art. Like, it doesn't. You understand like how that works? Like, my whole motivation for finishing the magazine is to make this piece of art. So if I don't get to make this piece of art, I'm not making the rest of the magazine. Like, I don't think they understand. <laughs> like, and I get that it's like totally unfair on a certain level for someone to take this stance but like that's why the goal has always been to train other people to make the magazine to not i i i jumped in to help make it from the beginning because although we had some people contributing to that contributing to to that effort they it wasn't going to produce something that that was worth the effort that it was taking like does that make any sense like yeah and I already had like this formula that I've been developing for years. So I was like, all right, I'll come in here. I'll do this. But I told you, I'm probably going to lose steam around the third issue. I do this, you know, <laughs> like, like I said that from the beginning, like around the third issue. So we're going to start. So I've been training uh, Jess and then now you, and then you were supposed to come in January to help out, but yeah. that didn't work out. So like, had you been able to do that? You know, the only thing we would have been waiting on was those two pieces of art uh, rather than a few other things on top of it. So, so yeah, that's it's just, just been a lot of weird shits happen, like the you know, kind of like this year. <laughs> I mean, and then just, yeah, and then you know, uh, the big fucking elephant the in the room, right? Yeah. So it's like Candyman. I don't want to say its name three times in a day. No, I can't. You know? So, um, but like the biggest difference between what we're doing and every fucking other magazine out there is we're not we're just not making something that is cut and paste, get it out in a month, move on. It's not it's not being made that way. It's not being designed that way. Um I obviously have a lot of input on like and thoughts about ways to constantly improve and do things that just aren't done in typical fucking magazines and and all my ideas just take more effort. You know, like <laughs> there's a reason why these ideas don't get done in typical magazines because they require effort, but you know, if we continue down the path of making disposable cheap media that you know you chuck in the bin then you just end up right i mean it hasn't worked for the magazines so far you know like that formula everyone goes i really like that edge formula where it's just endless reviews and 600 fucking pc ads and all the backgrounds are white but it's clean and i'm like you already have that you can go buy it right now um it's not inspiring anybody so so and then on the upside a few other people during this time i mean there's nintendo force right or nf whatever they're called these days you can't use nintendo they're making you know cool stuff not quite my cup of tea but they're they're definitely doing a good job and then will overton and them announced some new magazine which definitely looks like it bites more out of like a page of what of what we're leaning towards which is more the enthusiast side Mm -hmm. it's all nintendo focused so i'm interested to see what they're gonna do with that fuck those guys uh, <laughs> Sean, I mean, he, no, they look that. That shit's gonna be good. I'm he, he's actually bought issues, so you know, like, <laughs> carefully. There, you know, we don't have a no, lot. That's of good. I'm, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Genuinely. But that all being said, 
I still don't think anybody's doing what we're doing, you know, for mm-hmm. a lot of reasons. So this issue has more art than it's ever had. It's got, um, I really like what Scotty and Scotty, who else did you do that? The, the TMNT? Uh, Antichrist, we call him. Antichrist, right? So, like this back, there's a good back and forth between Turtles in Time versus Hyperstone Heist. And next issue, we're gonna we're gonna have a back and forth on that issue too. It's not just gonna be the other Chris, right? The, mm-hmm. this, yeah. So they're gonna have one next issue. I don't want to spoil what it is yet, but that I'm looking forward to reading because it's there's just gonna be like I said, man. It needs to be more more kayfab, more more fun, more fun '80s and '90s style wrestling versus UFC seriousness. With Actual character magazine, you know. Yeah, yeah, actual actual character because you got books like Bitmap Books and these places that do really good historical stuff, but like everyone has that access to that information. And there's only so much how many times are people gonna pay for the same fucking thing over and over again? So the trick here is to develop personality, to cultivate, you know, as much art and and to to make it something that is entertaining, you know, and then and then consistencies after that. Like consistency is really just a product of efficiency. Like we know what we're making, we know how long it'll take, and we have the crew to do it. And you know, a couple more issues, I think we'll we'll get to a really consistent schedule. This next issue, although we already have stuff started on it, is going to be um, it's going to be challenging because that's the first one where Chris is going to have to step up and do a lot of what I've been doing. Oh yeah, and I expect that to go horribly. Oh yeah, it will. (laughs) I don't even make any bones about it. I could be calling you like four times a day. Yeah, we'll we'll see about that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I look forward to starting every podcast. So, Chris, tell us how it's going with the magazine, and then you get to dodge. I'm just gonna cry. (laughs) Next next issue, sketch gets a burner phone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like better call Sketchcraft, right? Like. Mm So, um, but visually I'm, I'm pretty, I'm 99% happy. The only thing about this issue that I wish I, I had the time to do is I would like some, some custom key art on the back of the magazine, but I, it's not worth taking the time to do this issue. So I had to let it go. So, but I'm very happy with the way I, I'm proud to put any one of, of the sections of this magazine for like, if we wanted to be like, someone's like show up for magazine. I'm like, just close your eyes and randomly pick a layout. It'll all work. You know? Mm-hmm. I think the magazine looks super cool and fun. So that's that's my thoughts on it. Oh, show. Uh, let's get into what we've been up to, uh, what we've been playing. Uh, Scotty, mm-hmm. I heard that uh, you got like a new video game system this past week. Yeah, despite what I just said about not having much downtime. Uh, I mean, I don't have a commute, so I guess there's technically more time in my day. Um, thanks to Corey, uh, AKA tornado Jones, um, out where the world has not completely, um, become desolate. He grabbed us a switch. He actually like called me on, I don't remember what day it is. Days don't matter anymore. And he's yep. like, so, Hey, uh, you still looking for a switch? Cause I'm in Walmart and they got four. And I was like, hold on one second. And all he probably heard on his phone was like, don't, 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 don't. Hey honey, honey, what are you doing? Uh, uh, can you say that again real quick? Uh, you guys still looking for a switch? And she's just like, "What?" So, um, like had him on speakerphone and stuff. So Corey was awesome and got us a switch. Shoutouts to him. Uh, and we, because I'm crazy, already owned uh Bomberman and Night Trap for it. And then he grabbed Animal Crossing for us. And you know, we learned enough at console launches. We got the second controller. We got the memory card, or in this case, SD card, whatever, screen protector, all that good stuff. 
Um, and Animal Crossing is not my bag. I'll just say that now. I don't really care about it, but I'm very happy that people are playing it and finding that escape. Um, it, there was a cool thing uh, that uh, our buddies, AJ and Ashley, um, Ashley's way more into it than <clears throat> AJ. You guys might remember them from the marathon, um, but he, oh, yeah. uh, but she had... I guess it randomly picks an island for this too, but she had a fishing tournament going on at her island. So Rachel hopped online and was running around her island with them and they were just trying to catch as many fish they could in like a certain amount of time and just showing them to each other and, and whatever. And she, uh, she took a crap in Ashley's toilet and that's like all she was saying was like, I pooped in your toilet and all that fun stuff. Yes. It's very, the future is now. That's amazing. Yes, you can. You can poop in Animal Crossing, and I guess you have to, so you're not full or something. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, so she's been playing that. I've been rediscovering Bomberman. Um, I bought Bomberman at launch to support more Bomberman games, and didn't think it was good because it had this like dumb Saturday morning cartoon feel that just did not need to be there. Uh, the game's not bad though, and. They added a huge update with, like, this Grand Prix mode, and you can um, play as a bunch of different characters. And I forgot this game, this series was picked up by Konami. So I downloaded the update, and then it's, like, Grand Prix mode. And it goes into this big story, and it's like, I am Lord Dracula Bomber from Castlevania. I'm like, (laughs) what is happening? And sure enough, there's, like, Solid Snake is in there. Pyramid Head is in there. Simon Belmont is in there. Um, even freaking, I don't know what deal he struck or whatever, but Xavier Woods, uh, Austin Creed is in there as a Bomberman character. What? Yep. Um, very weird. Very does he, crazy. Does he, does he throw pancakes at people's heads? He does not. He has a trombone. And... Oh yeah. Uh, what's his, what's a trombone's name? I don't know. I, I remember. Shit. Francesca. Re- okay. Um, I don't know. Is he still actively wrestling, or does is he not doing that really? He, I think he blew out his Achilles or something. Oh and Jesus! So he's been on the mend. Okay. Uh, he's been he's been on the shelf for a little bit, but I think he should be getting back pretty soon. Okay, he's, he's killing it. I love the guy, man. He's great. But he's um for those that don't know, he's actually in the WWE. Uh, but he is also known as a pretty big gamer and everything. And and um, but he's in the game, and it's. It's just crazy. Uh, the whole the game is actually not that bad. I'm I'm not a fan of the isometric view because it's a little wonky. Since almost every other Bomberman game was just like a top down view thing, I can see why they do it. But it, I mean, the campaign's like a joke. It's not difficult at all. Um, but that's fun. Uh, we played a little Night Trap. Um, but it, it's good to have the Switch. It's cool. Uh, I I don't know what to say about the Switch that hasn't been said already. Other than I wish I had known this would happen like a week before it did, only because I'm not going to buy a second copy of Panzer Dragoon Remake since I already did that sixty dollar classic addiction edition. Um, yeah, you know, you're right. It's an yeah. addiction. I uh, yeah, both. Um, did you pick up Cooking Mama? Hell no. Uh, I will not be breaking or mining for Bitcoin or whatever the hell is happening with that. I don't that, know. That was proven to be false. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't It's just think. really shitty. It's a really shitty game. Um, but <laughs> I think that's going to be one of the most expensive That, that was proven game. to be correct. That was proven to be correct. It, I don't know if that shitty. was ever doubted. <laughs> not the series, just that particular game. Uh, right. Really horrible, yeah. But I have a feeling, though, that that is going to end up being one of the most expensive Switch games. Probably. It's so stupid. Yeah. Because there's probably only like a few thousands that got out in the wild, mm-hmm. and uh, it's going to be that will be, be like, like a four hundred dollar game before too long. It'll yeah. be like the really shitty version of PT. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brother. That's I've funny. heard some people say that it's like messed up their their consoles, like their their Switch. Yeah, I don't know if uh, it's unit. one in the same or if that's rumored too, or I, I don't know. I don't keep up with whatever, do you, but... Do you mm-hmm. think we could just ship a bricked Switch and just swear that it's on the... You know, yeah. just like, <laughs> it was cooking mama. Yeah. That'd be funny. So... Um, um yeah what else anything else you've been up to watching uh, anything good decent amount of stuff so i'll just kind of breeze through things i'm still trying to get through doom eternal and that game is legit not made for a controller i, I i'm not gonna vent on it about it here because i'm tired of complaining about it but <laughs> if i didn't buy it digitally i probably would have returned it already i i'm like debating plugging in a keyboard and mouse to my ps4 to finish this game because it's just grueling uh maybe do that Does yeah support keyboard Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, whatever. It's not worth whatever. I just need to finish it just to form my full opinion on it. But um, Played Billy Hatcher for Easter. Streamed that a little bit. That game is clearly something that released after Sonic Adventure. And the controls are sticky. And the camera is worse. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. I'd never played it. It's, like, fun. Could totally be a cartoon show. Um. It, you roll around eggs, and that's the whole mechanic. You can't, like, attack without an egg. You need an egg to bounce high and get through these different parts and, like, blast through doors and everything. Uh, and you, if you hatch certain eggs, you get, like, a little buddy in it, and they're just fun little... And the best part of the game, honestly, is when you hatch a little buddy, you have to walk up to them and do, like, your best friend dance to then acquire them as your sidekick, and then they can do their attack and whatever. But every time that happened on stream, I would sing, like, the Cartman... Uh, from South Park, like, best friends doing this together, best <laughs> friends, like, stuff like that. Uh, so it's not, it. I can see it being a good game, but I don't have the patience for a platformer that has crappy controls. Um, so, yeah. It's but, not fun. Yeah. Know, those, <laughs> it's rough. It but what's crazy is I looked up, you can do, like, Sonic, or it said, like, Blue Hedgehog eggs. I don't know why they didn't just call them Sonic eggs or Sega eggs or whatever, because you can actually have, like, Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, each of them as your buddy, or Knights, or Samba de Amigo, or a Chow. So it's crazy that they just threw them in, but didn't let you just flat-out play as them. Uh, That's weird. Yeah, and real quick, I'll mention that I did pick up the the book Dreamcast Year One. Um, it's interesting so far. I, haven't, I, I don't want to say too much because I haven't finished it yet, uh, but I just wanted to let people know that that is out there and it, it's worth checking up it, it checking out um a little bit because it sort of feels like a um a mini sequel to console wars just because it picks up with the dreamcast and kind of where the saturn failed and everything but um mm-hmm. still getting into that it's a short read so i'll probably be done with that quick and i watched we watched onward um it was all right and i will agree with a lot of people that i think jack black would have done a better job than chris pratt in that movie. Um, but we started watching Doctor Who, flew through the ninth Doctor season, uh, and for some reason we watched the Tom Hanks gem, Splash. Ooh, man, it's funny. Jamie and I have been talking about wanting to watch that lately. Have you seen uh, it before? Yeah, I saw it when I was a kid. I, For whatever reason, it was one of those movies that was just like always on Showtime or HBO or something, ah. and I would just watch it a lot as a kid, and ah. so... Um, I, I've got this weird thing for Daryl Hannah now. Okay. Oh, I thought yeah. it was just because of Blade Runner. But nope, nope, uh, nope, nope. 
That movie Because I hadn't is even watched Blade something. Runner. I think that was like my first introduction to Daryl Hannah. Okay. Um that movie's Splash kind of... is a mm-hmm. Splash is the whole reason why Splash Mountain is called Splash Mountain. Yes. Apparently so, which is a weird factoid, but I did learn that while I was trying to like find out more about this movie because it I, I, I highly recommend a book called Disney War. Disney War? Disney, yeah, it's called Disney War. It's about okay. when Eisner and Katzenberg and um, uh, the guy who died, fucking the other dude, took over in the 80s. And then it follows up with a semi-sequel. Um, I'd say it's a semi-sequel. It's written by someone else, but it has a forward by the guy who wrote Disney War because they, they made friends. And like, we this really overlap. And it's the foundation of DreamWorks when Katzenberg leaves. And it's called They Would Be Kings, a DreamWorks story. Okay. So if you like books like Console Wars and stuff, but you want to know about the whole Disney transition from Walt dying to Eisner to Eisner, you know, to Katzenberg leaving to Eisner leaving to Bob Iger, like that Disney War book is fucking pure gold. I gotcha. I wouldn't be surprised if Rachel owns that because she's a huge. She's she's a Disney park fanatic, like more so the parks and stuff than actual movies. So I have to look into that. Cool. Um, Splash is weird. Splash is an odd movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. You need to watch it again so you have it fresh in your head, Chris, and then we should talk about it. Not for the okay. sideshow. It's not going to be a sideshow movie. <laughs> mm, I would much rather sit through that, I think. I don't know. Blood Rain 18. You know? Mm-hmm. So, something to think about. Well, Splash Mountain was up. in video games, and it was... Never mind, never mind, never mind. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> Nice. Uh, Sketch, you been uh, playing or watching anything interesting lately? Uh, I'm playing Luigi's Mansion uh, Dark Moon on my 3DS, you know? Cool. Um, And, man, I like the game a lot. It's about the kind of chill pace that I'm looking forward to right now. One minor gripe, when you have to go back in the fucking levels to, like, because, you know, they always have, like, go back in the level to find extra shit and, Mm and stuff. You have to still beat the whole fucking level in order to collect, keep anything you collected. Oh, dear. and man, dude, like that really—it's like how many times I gotta fight the same fucking ghost just to go back in and look for shit, you know? So, like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm like a third of the way through it, and I'm like, this is uh, this is getting really annoying. You know? oh. So, I probably will just stop going back through levels. But that's a bummer for me because. I mean, look, finishing a Mar. I think they took it from the Mario Land games where you can go back in, but you got to finish the level. But that, <laughs> grabbing a flagpole is one thing. Fighting a bunch of weird ghosts with the, the Luigi pack mechanic is fun, but it's not that deep. You know right. what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it reminds me of the Flood Pack, right? For, and obviously, because it came from the GameCube era, it had to be tied to that. Where, like, the Flood Pack on Mario and Sunshine was, you know, it's it's a very limited uh, level of, of of complexity to gameplay so having to do the same fucking motion over and over again to get the fuck out of level is just i don't know mm. you know like it's like i've already like had to play a level three times because of it and then last night i was like going back through level to collect some extra f- shit and find some stuff and r- i'm getting really close and my fucking battery died i'm like no oh. so now oh, i'm like you know you know man like i don't want to be a guy who doesn't finish the game but it's it's uh i don't know how much more patience i have for this because i don't have a lot of time to play games as it is you know yep that sounds like me and doom there is fast travel Mm -hmm. but you also have to beat the level and the levels are 
big and not easy. So you could be like, there's no way I'm getting through this unless I have like more ammo and all this other crap, but I can't back up. I'm going to just restart, I guess. So there's that. Um, I bought Final Fantasy VII Remake, but because there's no way to play the game as a turn-based option, I, I get real motion sickness with all that fucking <laughs> you know, Ninja Gaiden-style gameplay. So um, with the motion blur and shit. So uh, I'm just... I bought the game to support it, and I knew it going into the full game because I played the demo. But I'm watching a guy called Mage Master. He's a guy I pay monthly. I give him little, little little moolahs every month, and he's playing through the game on his on his YouTube channel. And I really enjoy watching his streams because it's like hanging out with a friend. You know, he's not like zooming through the game. He's not trying to be entertaining, and you know that YouTube personality shit. You know, yep. they we got to act all, all the time. Oh, 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 they don't, yep. uh, bro, I can't. Can't do that. He's super chill. He's from the UK. Uh, I want to give him some shout outs. He plays a lot of games that, I mean, like he played all the way through Dragon Quest XI, which that's how my wife was able to enjoy the content, you know? Um, and then uh, he's played through Dragon Quest VIII, which I love. He plays through seven, eight, nine. He played he played through Quackshot on the PS1 recently. So, nice. you know, so he, doesn't, he doesn't chase the fucking views, right? So, uh, not like cool. us. Nobody's chasing views of Quackshot. Yeah. <laughs> right so that and then i've been wanting a racing game to play and a bunch of shit went on sale on the ps4 store so i got the crew 2 and gravel each one for like i think it was like 10 or 15 bucks each so um gravel pick up horizon when that goes on sale mm-hmm. again You'd like that's that. on the xbox i don't have an xbox and i already have for forza horizon on my pc so i don't want oh, to play her, it uh, no horizon chase i think is what he's talking about yeah like horizon oh. chase turbo we we had it in the magazine like i think it's seven um no it's cool it's it's very but, is, is it, but it's yeah but it's like a rail where you're just going down a pre-made tracks like rad racer right like it's yeah, it's like run. a like yeah. an outrun. Yeah, i like games like motorstorm when it comes to my racing you know that's like, cool i like motorstorm yeah, so Motorstorm's my all-time favorite. One and two, the third one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I figure with the crew, like, I get it. It's online all the time, whatever. But there is, like, I could just hang out in the dirt bike section and just do jumps and shit. So I started playing, and I got this game, Gravel, which was totally recommended. Played that, fucking hate it. Should have got the <laughs> demo. Like, that fucking game, dude. I don't mean to be a dick, but, like, there, there's <laughs> but some... But, but, in to quote Jorgen, but... Yeah. Um, there's this weird feeling when you're playing a game of like, you ever watch a a video like that's at 60 frames per second or 120 frames per second where it feels like it's jittery. Like mm-hmm. it's, there's this weird jitter, like to the movements that I'm like, what is fucking going on with this? Like it doesn't it doesn't feel right. So I just had to unplay it. So I'm playing the the crew too, and it's all right. You know. I don't understand. I think EA started this where they try to add some crazy story to every racing game where, you know, you got to get your fucking amp up and your, your game up and you're joining this crew and you're going to you're going to be popular. You're gonna, I just want to fucking race. Like, I don't understand why they add all this crazy story shit to racing games. Like, it took 25 minutes to get to the fucking racing, you know, Jeez. like, and so you had to get through all this, like, preamble nonsense that I don't. I do, I do miss the, like, Motostrom. I start the fucking game. I can watch an intro movie if I like, but that's it. I go race, you know? So that's that's what I've been doing. Nice. Uh, you, you mentioned uh, FF7, and I ended up picking that up as well. I feel like that's, like, the first 
new game that I bought in like it seems like ages where I've actually had time and to play it and I've dedicated time to play it. Oh my god, dude, that game is so good. Uh it's it's they've they've done a lot to change it up. It's not just like a remaster, it's not just uh like making the visuals better and and just kind of uh like letting the the battle system and everything else just kind of stay the same. Like, no, they've completely changed this from basically like from the ground up. And it's been so long since I've really, really got into Final Fantasy VII. Like, I I played it and played through it like when it first came out, and that was really the last time that I got that far into it. I played it a couple times, like when it would release on you know like other compilations and things like that. But I just for whatever reason I was not ever able to get back into it. Um, they've done such a good job of just bringing that whole story and everything else um and just um like evolving the battle system and and yeah yeah but i yeah i'm gonna cut you in here but there's no fucking reason why they can't have a turn-based option for the battle system right not not even like a jump menu the same way dragon quest 11 the the enemies are there and then you can just have a turn-based menu like, my, my, my buddy was complaining to me. He goes, well, you know, Rob, that would be overkill. I'm like, overkill? They just turned an eight-hour segment of a video game into a 50-hour experience. Don't fucking tell me about overkill. You know, like, there is a level of gamers, Chris, and I'm not the only one, dude. John Campy was just going off to say, that would prefer to play this game at the pace at which the original moved. You know? I just can't. I, I get Devil May Cry, and I get that the majority of the people love that kind of gameplay. I get it. You know, it's and they added some menus to it to make it more, you know, more in a way turn based, but it isn't. And so, if Dragon Quest Eleven can get away with the turn based mechanic, they could have easily added. I'm not say easily. They could have spent the time adding that option for people who would love to play it. You know, I'm and that's for me. Like I, I, I can see that, and I, I liked it fine when it was uh, when all your RPGs were turn based, but. Um, it's it's such a it's it's so much easier just to get through stuff like you don't have to sit there and have all these fucking random battles and like you're trying yeah, to yeah I love the get random battles. that's place. what I love yeah oh yeah. god I, I'm a, the, I don't like the fact that the camera's flying around everywhere I can't see fucking shit just you got to you know? slow it down if in slow the, in it down the... slow it down with turn base that's what I'm saying no I'm saying <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not saying here's the thing you don't have to play it right. you I'm not making anyone play it there's no reason why they couldn't have added it. Look, I fear one day they're going to fucking make Final Fantasy Tactics remake and it's going to play like this bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, so I, it's the one thing that it frustrates me because, like, let's be honest, little kids ain't looking forward to Final Fantasy VII remake. It's fucking guys our age. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but the thing and, is, though, too, is like, I don't, man, dude, I don't have the time to play a fucking 80 hour game. Which anymore. is why, which is, well, it is an 80 hour game, so good luck. Two, I've heard it's, um, you'd be finished within 40, but. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I'm saying give us the option to play it both ways. Like, period. Okay, how about this? Let's just go to Resident Evil 2. Let's do a remake. And let's just fucking make it super fast like God of War. Because we don't want to take our time creeping around. Well, they did with Resident Evil 4. Well, but I'm saying Resident Evil 2, right? Like, Resident Evil 2. Like, let's just make a version where it's just super fast and not give everyone the option for creeping around. You know, like, it's a remake. I get it. But I'm never going to be able to play these remake games, and that's that's I just can't do it, you know. So um, I'm, and, like, I'm in the minority, and I'm, yeah. I, I yeah, get I I'm in are. the minority. 
yeah, I totally get it. But here's the fucking problem. You know what I mean? You don't get Final Fantasy VII without having the original battle system. I'm sorry, you don't even get that game. But you you talk about the game. I don't understand. Like, no, no, we don't see people clamoring for the Siphon Filter remake. Like, why don't we take Metal Gear Solids, do a remake where you don't hide or sneak around? I don't think the reason why people love Final Fantasy VII is because of the turn-based battle system. Okay, well, I'm going to let you know there's a lot more people than you think. No, I'm not saying there's people that don't like it. like that. Because that, I, I enjoy the battle system as well when I played it. What I'm saying, though, is that I think it had just a really interesting story. The characters were fucking awesome. The art direction was great. The soundtrack was awesome. It was like Final Fantasy as good as it could get at the time. And I think that's what made people fall in love with it and why people still love it to this day. And I think Square just realized, like, they wanted no, to no, no, no. bring no, no. that. No, more and, copies and, and, of Dragon Quest Eleven have been sold than any other Dragon Quest. And I don't want to hear how it, and it had, and it only had a turn-based option. If you had it so that people could play it with turn-based and this, it would open up to more yeah, people. Yeah, but it's not the same thing as, like, a regular turn-based game, though. Like, you could still move around and stuff. So It was it, exactly like it, a regular it, turn-based it's a, game. It's a, but you can move your character, though. So you, you can't you can't in Chrono Trigger. That's still a turn based game. Yeah, but it's not like the old school Dragon Quest. I didn't say Final like Fantasy that. Game. I said you, there's no reason why they can't make the battle system like Dragon Quest Eleven. That's exactly what I said from the very beginning. I think and, they just didn't want to. Like they, right, they, they didn't had want to. So now I don't fucking get to play the game, and a lot of people like me don't either. So right, but you should know as an artist, like when you have an artistic vision and you want to do something some way, and then someone complains and says, why didn't you do it this way? You get super bad, right? Uh, no. When it, well, let me tell you, there's a big difference. When I go and say, hey, I'm remaking Mega Visions and I'm taking all the video games out and putting in movies, you know what I mean? Because more fucking pe- people watch movies than play video games. That would be a problem, right? Or what if I took out all the Sega games and then only put in Nintendo versions of those kinds of games? I don't think that's that would be like, more popular. That's- Affair and then I'm like, but no one fucking liked those Sega games anyway, you know. So we're going with what's more popular. Look, dude, you want to make a regular Final Fantasy game that only has the active system that they have in this? I'm all fine with that. But you're calling it a remake. You should have the ability to play the game in a similar fashion. And they tried that with this classic mode. It fucking sucks. Like it literally, it plays the game for you. And the only time you get to play is when you pick up something in the menu. Like that is fucking bullshit. So, so the way I play it, I do play it in like I I pause the game a lot when I when I'm playing the game. Like I'm constantly oh, like turn based. Huh. Wondering. Well, no, what I'm saying though is that like you're complaining about it, but like it's there is an element of like it's kind of like in Fallout and uh, and other type of games like that where you you can pause the action and it's still kind of moving, but just moving at a very slow clip, and it gives you time to. Uh, like kind of set up your moves where you have multiple characters in your party. You can switch to them and have them uh, set up a chain of like actions, whether they're going to, you know, like use an item or something. Um, You can do that with your whole party. And then you come out of that and, and then that all action happens. You can move around so you can play it like a quasi, you know, action turn-based game or you can play no, it straight up as really. like i no, mean you it's how you want to play the like game it. it plays itself it's ridiculous it does not look, dude i've put like i'm almost like eight hours into yeah. the game right now like yeah, I've, no, I, I know look, very much how it plays look look I, I heard from people telling me it didn't matter that final fan that dragon quest 11 didn't have a symphonic score and now it has a symphonic score so i look forward to the day when they re-release this with the option to do a turn-based 
you know? I would be look, I don't care if they do or not. Like it makes no difference to me. Um I, another I would tell you, no one plays turn based when fucking people play the shit out of XCOM and people bought the shit out of Dragon Quest Eleven. They do. They're not giving us look. I'm going to say this. It just involves something that you don't care about. But why don't we just go back to something that we can all agree we like, NFL Blitz. When they did away with the arcade football mechanics of every fucking NFL game and only gave us Madden, do you think that helped the industry? Like, do you think that helped football games when you got no option to play an arcade football game? Well, that would be no. like saying that and like what if only they, and what if they made NFL, no, and now. And what if the EA said, we're going to do NFL Blitz remake, and it was all super fucking realistic, and you couldn't do any arcade mode? I would rather it just be turn-based. I'm all for a turn-based football game, bro. That's what I thought the <laughs> Warhammer game was going to be when it came out. Remember Blood the Bowl. Warhammer Blood Bowl? Yeah. I was like, turn-based football? Can't wait. Nope. You know? So <laughs> I was let down. So, look, it's I get it, but it's a fucking remake. You should be able to play... Uh, an actual version of the the battle system that exists. And look, one day they're going to make Chrono Trigger, and they're not going to have any fucking form of turn base. And I don't know, man. Like, I just don't think if they are a billion dollar company, they could have done it. And and you know who's the most critical about this? It was Wesley. He used to, Wesley Rusher. He's uh he works at NX NZXT. He's big over there now. He used to be with the Game Fam. <clears throat> I used to have him on my podcast when we were first talking about this. And he he would always fight me on on these fucking topics. But when it came to Square should fucking have a turn-based option in the Final Fantasy remake, he absolutely got it. You know? Mm. like And they have the ability to do it. They just didn't. And they put in this weird classic thing as some halfway measure to say they did, but it's bullshit. So I'm just... Look, it, it reminds me of when... Square, it's not the same thing, but it reminds me when Square Enix decided to make Dragon Quest X a fucking MMO. And it's like, that, that's bad. Like, that's not a good idea. So, you know, like, now no one gets to play that fucking game <laughs> ever, you know, unless you're, unless you're Japanese. Um, because it, it even pissed them. Was that Japanese actress? She used to be in a bunch of Kurosawa films. She was a big Dragon Quest fan. And she died and she wrote an angry letter to Square before she died because Dragon Quest X was only an MMO. She's like, it's supposed to be a single-player game. They should have had an option to play that entire content single-player. Because that's what Dragon Quest inherently is. And I think when you go away, when you call, like, if you make Mario 64 Remake and you don't get to play it in a, in a way that you could have played the original, then I don't see the point. You know? I, I don't see the point. So this was not hard. They could have just made it so your characters are on the field, you attack them, it's turn-based. That's it. It's not, it's, honestly, when this shit hits PC, someone's going to fucking do it. You know, that'll be interesting, and I look forward to that. So. I'll tell it's, you what, the graphics of this game, it, it's, it's not the best I've ever seen um, in a game, but I will say that it's crazy, like, how good the graphics look on, like, what is it, like, an eight-year-old system at this point? Like, the, the PS4. It's a fantastic-looking game, I yeah, agree. It, it looks amazing. Like, the, the cutscenes are all, like, done in-engine. Uh, it's just, dude, it's it looks so good. They've they've done a really good job with it. The soundtrack the American is really acting. good. The American acting is, uh... <laughs> yeah, I, just, I mean, you know, like the worst being Barrett, you know, like it's like, 
Well, he's just a stereotypical, you know, like angry black guy. Like, you know, like it's... sounds like Robert Downey Jr. from Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Only, um, only, only, only it's not like a joke, you know? So. What is it like? Is it Wedge is the guy that uh, from Breaking Bad, right? Badger. Yeah. Yeah. He's great, man. He's fucking awesome. Um, hey, but, great. Yeah. But I'm, I'm enjoying the game. Um, it's Tifa as hot, as hot as ever, you know, like she's great. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Uh, more to come i'm i'm trying to do everything like i i'm not i want to take my time with it because this is like a special game for me um i've been really looking forward to it and i'm i'm just having a good time with it but um i can see i'll let you know well good to get back to final fantasy tactics so and this is this is like the one time i managed to play some games the War of the Visions was released on fucking mobile phone. And I'm going to curse because this pissed me off more than it. So back at E3, remember when they showed off the trailer for a bunch of shit from Square? They showed off the Final Fantasy VII trailer. And then they had this stuff for War of the Visions, which looked like a Final Fantasy Tactics game on mobile. Do you remember this? Uh, no, I don't remember that. And I flipped out going, that's my shit! I got all fucking Liam Neeson's with it, you know? <laughs> and so, <laughs> and then I exploded. So the game finally came out on mobile. I went to play it, and motherfucking mobile games, man. Like, what is it with mobile games where, like, you hit one fucking button, and then everything goes off and flashes and tells you you leveled up nine fucking times, and everything has a stat? Like, it's just, just no sense of, like, pacing or... Like, you're doing high level summons in the very first battle on autopilot basically like i don't like there's no sense of with mobile games man there's no sense of okay here's the game oh we're gonna start in here i'm gonna learn i'm gonna here's my first battle here's the menu system none of that shit it's just like it's like a slot machine and every fucking item in that and when i say everything everything including the menus have stats on this fucking game like i can't even tell what the hell's going on i don't understand mobile gaming like I don't, I don't fundamentally get the whole point of it, and it really sucks because it is a turn-based tactic-style fucking game that plays like a like a slot machine from hell. I so. quit playing mobile games when uh, I stopped using my engage, so that's that's where you know where I'm coming from. Um, speaking of a, a remake that you'll probably you probably will enjoy, uh, Sketch. I watched Dora the Explorer the movie uh, last night. Excellent and, transition. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I I do prefer. I do like that. What was that goofy trailer they did where she's like twenty years old and then it kind of looked like the final movie? Like, <laughs> did she ever see that? They, uh, they well, I mean, she still trailer. looks about like twenty years old in this movie. Yeah, they um, did a spoof trailer before the movie came out, spoofing what that movie might look like, and it's fairly accurate. Like, <laughs> it, I will yeah. say this: that movie is way better than i thought it was going to be like it's just it's very self-aware it pokes fun at itself like it's um it has michael pena in it who i freaking love he's an awesome awesome actor like i love him in everything he does um eva longoria is in it uh it's it 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 starts off with like her and diego as like little kids in the jungle uh her parents are these like uh like treasure hunters or like i guess archaeologists would be better term for it uh, and she does the whole Dora thing. Like they sit down and eat and she's like, Ooh, this looks delicioso. And she looks deadpan at the camera. Can you say delicioso? Oh, and everyone else around her is like, what is she doing? Like, she's this weirdo. And and then she grows up and she's just still the same person. It's, it's almost like, you the know, Brady like bunch movie, right? Right. Yeah. That right. like artist, you know, all that type of stuff where it's just like the character is just so 
fun loving and no one else gets it and it's 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 just like the audience is in on the joke and that the the main character is but everyone else isn't and so that makes it like charming and kind of funny um but it's it's actually really good and me and my kids we all said down watched it they really enjoyed it they actually watched it again today uh it's it was funny man uh i w- i liked it a lot more than i thought it was i was going to uh going into it so it was funny funny stuff man when those brady bunch movies came out like i would hope they were they would have done like a shared universe and i i, I really meant this at the time of like the Beverly Hillbillies, Gilligan's Island, the Monsters, and you know, like the Adams <laughs> put them family. All in a, yeah, well, Adams Family could be their own. They're they're too cool. But yeah, sure, why not? Adams Family, like all those campy '60s shows, would have been. Adam West could have shown up as Batman. You know, I've been <laughs> all the, all, yeah, well, that, that's thirty years before the '60s, bro. That's it, you, they were still yeah. doing their thing. Were they in the '60s? I don't, I don't know. know. I just made uh, like up. laughing. I think maybe. they died of like smothers brothers and shit but i don't think in the 60s man what about yeah i mean what about the three stooges they were still doing their thing not in the 60s they weren't yeah because they were well they were with the scooby-doo and them i've seen a lot of those that's a voice that's like saying the harlem globetrotters were were, you know like that's an animation so you're saying the harlem globetrotters were around the 60s no i'm saying that doing cartoon voices is not the same as having a regular tv show they weren't actively making movies or tv shows in the 60s so Laurel and Hardy and the, the the Stooges. Not in the sixties, they weren't. No, I, I'm just making everything up at this point. So I said I know this shit. I don't like that I know, but I know. <laughs> but yeah, Dora was a good movie. Um, and then we watched Doom uh, for the uh, the last uh, sideshow. So hopefully everyone listened to that, and uh, that was a lot of fun. Sketch loved that movie. Uh, it was great. We had a good time doing that podcast. Um, yeah, if you like my real positive review of Final <laughs> Fantasy VII, you should go listen to Doom. Look, man, yeah. I think the Final Fantasy VII game, I just want to end on this. I think <laughs> it looks and sounds phenomenal. And hanging out with someone who can play it is a sure treat, right, for me. Because I get to enjoy it. I think it's amazing. It's frustrating that I don't get... I, I was there when the first one came. I played the original demo at Comic-Con in 1996, right? A year before it came out. Um, and it, that game got me to finally buy a PlayStation one and swear by it. And those games changed my life, you know, like, and the fact that I can't play these because the way I like to play them, the way they were originally played is deemed irrelevant is a big fuck you to people like me. I feel that's how I feel about it. Did you swear by it or did you square by it? You know what? You know what, Scotty? This is why we keep you around. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're not even a dad. You know, I dad wanted to get rid of you early on, but I know Chris talked me out of it. <laughs> and now I'm glad it's he final. did. You know? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I thank you. I swear on Square to me, right? <laughs> right? We should, get, we should get Christian Bale to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking um, of which, you know, yeah. I just want to. Hey, so the biggest bummer for me right now, other than the horrific death count and, and our lack of leadership in this country about the whole COVID thing, is that Squarebot, Square, Square, SquarePants, SpongeBob, whatever movies getting delayed. Okay. You know, like <laughs> the SquareBob. I, I know. I, I've been saying it was the movie I'm most looking forward to, and I'm like, oh, I'm never gonna get to see this fucking film. So I'm bummed out about that. It's supposed to be out this month originally. So. 
If you no, like, that looks like it's going to be a really good movie. I'm. I can't. I haven't laughed that much at a trailer since Lego Batman. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's super funny. Sponge on yeah. the Run. I had to look that up. I forgot what it was called. That's the one, right? Yeah, that's the that's the one right there. The it's new hilarious. one, yeah. Um, Chris, you reminded me of that Turtles, uh, what a trans-dimensional whatever it was when the '80s cartoon clashed with the first Nick CG cartoon. Every time Raph made a horrible joke, he would stare at the camera, and everyone else would stop what they're doing, just be like, "Who the fuck are you talking to?" Oh, that's hilarious. So, Dora, same energy. Yep, yep. I love that stuff, man. Um, all right, that's uh, we're done with the intros, and uh, now Scotty, what about that sack of yours, bud? Here it comes zip zippity doo dah. Um, let's see, we got uh. The Discord is where anything happens, so we'll go in there and see that Mr. Haru asked, with Panzer Dragoon and Streets of Rage coming back in the forms, they are, what Sega IP deserves a new entry that you would work, or that you think would work in the current industry? Any aboard the Jet Set Radio Train? It could even follow the trend of how, oh god, I can't read, I'm sorry. It could even follow the trend of the other two games and have completely new kinds of electronica type of music and its soundtrack, dubstep, house, etc., etc., um, I think we've answered stuff like this before, but uh, I also included it in here because we had a reply in the Discord from the gaming hubby saying uh, that Jet Set's a good shout. Uh, he'd certainly be interested in a new Thunder Force, Shinobi, or Outrun. Sega have such a rich library. I'd love to see some of these IPs brought back. So he, I, but I, I, I mainly mention it because... Hold on, hold on, hmm? guys. We're all talking really fast. What did you just say? Well, <laughs> I could read the whole thing again. <laughs> Just give me the shorthand. What did that all mean? Like I'm, I'm. Confused. Um, basically, with Panzer Dragoon and Streets out recently, he asks what IPs realistically could come out and actually work in the current industry. Um, okay. And uh, right. the reason I mention it mainly, I feel like we've answered questions like this, but I wanted to bring it up because the gaming hubby in our Discord as well mentioned some games that we don't really talk about a whole lot, uh, despite just mentioning Outrun. But um, he suggested like Thunder Force, Shinobi, or also Outrun, or also jumping on the Jet Set Radio train. Okay, I, I, I would say Shining Force, but I don't want any turn-based, only if it's action-based and no turn-based battles at all. And no strategy, just action. Can we do that? It's from the guy who says he's going to eat his children. You know what I mean? So, like, you may as well opinion, just use the ring fit. How would you? You would like that, right? Right, sketch. You eating your children? No, I would think that that would be horrible. Like, what if I ate your dog? Huh? What if you what? Ate your dog? Ate my dog? <laughs> look, 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 man. Where are we going with this conversation? What do you want from me? Like. I can't I make you like. With the, uh, I, the, well, the you can't. I don't. I don't care if you don't like. Get, you get the game that you like. I don't get the game that I like. That's the problem. I don't want you to have to like the game. I, I think it's great that they make an RPG that you can play because you're too chicken shit to play the fucking turn-based game. I get I it. Beat you know I beat mean? the turn-based game back. I get it. No, you said it, you said you quit it. You gave up. So. No, um, I, I don't think Shining Force Four will ever get made. Sadly, that's why I was saying. If they had been able to do a 3D, uh, the 3D thing that they did with all the Sega games on the 3DS, that would have been an amazing bit, you know? I just don't think that will ever happen. So, uh, as for, didn't we have this conversation a year ago when they were, they were rumored to have Sega games with the Stadia? Remember that? Google Stadia. Thank God they didn't do that. Yeah, that that did not happen. Thank God. Um, But, I mean, Chris, you already get in the game you've always wanted. That's Streets of Rage 4, right? Yes, that's it. 
Fuck me. God damn and it. Never thought that Shemu was going to happen. We got Shemu 3, so that covers <sighs> Marson's dream. Oh. Scotty, what about you? Like, <laughs> Let me think. Wait, 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 wait. I want to I I guess. I want to guess this. What right. would Scotty's dream sequel be? Oh, brother. I already know. Um, but I'm going like, to say Panzer Dragon. That, yeah, I was leaning towards Panzer. Saga. I thought you kept saying, you said dream. I thought he's going to pick Knight. <laughs> No, 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 no. 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 I, I this is a cool idea, bad game. So. It won't it won't work. They won't be able to do nobody wants to take risks, so knights would be too weird um for anyone to make playable for the modern audience. I don't know. I mean, yeah, the only like with all the remakes going on, Saga would be cool because it would be neat to see all of that, all of like the most I I shudder to say realistic looking dragons, but you know what I mean. Um, in a game, but yeah, I mean that would be neat. I it would be, yeah, probably go with that because I don't know Sonic's doing okay, but he needs to say 2D. So I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. I don't like the stuff that the kids like today. So I don't know what anybody would like. I'll you tell know? you what, Sea Man on mobile That's is what they need to do. I've been saying it for years, and that would be some awesome shit. That'd probably yeah. work on Switch better than mobile, just because I don't want my phones. Because well, I mean, it, it, it that, but like, it's you're, it's not like you're really doing anything in that game. Like, you don't a, need a controller to play that game. Is like, there a microphone on the Switch? Like there was so. on the 3DS or whatever, or the DS and whatever. No, I, I don't thing. think so. Hmm, I, don't I don't know then. I don't know how you talk to them. Yeah, but like, I I, I would think a Seaman on mobile would be a really interesting game. Like, it it it, it could be a something that would make sense if you're going to bring that back because that Seaman will not just, I, I don't think it could be a game today on a modern console and nah. do anything. But if you did it for mobile, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I, can I pick one? Mm-hmm. So my personal pick is Shining Force 4. We all know this. Um, <laughs> and, and a remake of three using um, two's graphics, but with better lighting and animations and shit. So, um, because that 3D is horrible. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. I I much prefer the 16-bit games. Yeah, I, I just wanted it consistent for their initial trilogy. Um, but if I had to pick something other than Shining Force Four, I, and I think that would work for today's uh, multiplayer online esports kind of like um, what do you call that Overwatch like uh, uh, culture, it'd be Virtual On. Virtual On. Oh, like I think the Virtual hero on, fighter thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I think you could definitely do a version where you're upgrading your little Japanese fucking awesome mech robot in the way that people competitively even play Splatoon, Splatoon 2. You know, I think there's, or that new Ninja game they showed off. Like, there's a way to make that even more fun than it was, not take itself maybe so serious, but you could do a modern version of Virtual On that I think would be uh, quite successful in that in that vein. Yeah, I could say, you know, throw another... Uh, some sort of fan pleasing thing in there, and have for no reason at all Sega characters like jump in as the pilots or whatever. Like yeah, yeah, the there's, a way, there's a way. To, there's totally a way to to, to sh- the way they shoehorned in Nestor into pilot wings and shit like that. You know, yeah, so, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, totally get that. Yeah, so and I think like with Panzer Dragoon Saga, if they updated that, uh, as much as I don't care for them a whole lot, just because I've never gotten into them, I think it could be maybe made into an MMO of some sort, maybe. I mean, no, I just turn-based for you, huh? Like... I don't know. I mean, that, that's the only. I'm not a turn-based fan. That's the only thing that I would uh, would sit down with is Panzer Dragoon Saga. Um, 
in terms of turn base. But even that's you're just like one dude in a party. I, I'm certain other people would pick Skies of Arcadia, but again, that's a turn-based game, so it can't. Yeah, help it. that's made by most of the team that uh, did Saga. So, but yeah, so there's a couple. I feel like we're going to be answering this question forever just because we're Sega fans. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think there's a better chance of Sega making something than Konami at this point. So. Oh God damn it! Yeah, that's why I bought Bomberman when I did. But look how look the fucking the fact that I to toot my own horn, I don't even care. I mentioned all those characters that are in Bomberman, and I was like, how? Why did they not yell about this two years ago when this game came out? And and lo and behold, three people in our Discord picked up that game after I was screaming about the dumb Konami characters in it. Like, no, that's like, all it I takes. remember like, it was a big deal, like, when it came out. Like, I think because it was, like, early on in the Switch's life. And I, I remember launch, people, yeah. Yeah, I remember people being excited for it. I didn't pick it up because I've never been a big Bomberman guy. But um, I remember people being excited for it and saying that it was, it was like, a, a capable Bomberman game. Like, it wasn't the best, but it was, you know, it was Bomberman and it was okay, is, is what I remember. Mm-hmm. You know, like, kind of like the conversation being. I guess it did well enough that it first was only on Switch, and then it came out on uh, Xbox One, and you can play as Master Chief in that, and then the PS4 version has Jack? No, Ratchet and Clank? I don't know. One of the furry guys that run around. <laughs> Daxter. Sure. I don't know. There's so many just Sony like first-party or first party mascot characters. Yeah. I just know it wasn't Sly Cooper, because nobody cares about him. Oh. But hey, about him. Why why don't we just you turn into Sly Cooper <laughs> under the fucking bus? Sly Cooper ever do to you? Nothing. He did have a really good PSP game though. Like I remember oh, playing the shit out of that one. Great. No, dude, that game was really good. Um, maybe it was was it Vita or PSP? I can't remember. That's how good it was. <laughs> I, I I just remember it being an awesome platformer. Like I never really got into the Sly Cooper games on PS3. But the either I, I can't remember if it's Vita or PSP because those systems kind of run in together in my mind. But it, I just remember it being really good. So I think it was a canceled PSP game, uh, and they Sly Cooper was collection. fun. You, you're being a dick. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I never played it. To be I have fair, no idea. though, like to be fair, man, a, a lot of it was this weird time in Sony's like life where a lot of their first party companies was it was it sony santa monica that were making a lot of those but um, insomniac made made but like they just all kind of like seem to play the same the guys that did that shitty fucking no well i mean it was a slide around the rail thing but it was a lot more sneaking it was like a heist game like cooper i mean look it was a mascot game they started those mascot games at the beginning of the system when those were so popular but by, by the end, they all switched over to like those like realistic. What was it the, with those weird fucking names? Like, there was a bunch of them where they're like you'd run around the world and you you look like a superhero, but not really you look like a parkour runner, you know? Like, and you got like electrical powers. Like, are you talking about the one on Xbox One that was? Um... No, these were all on PlayStation. Oh, I don't know then. And they switched over to a lot of that, and then then those guys that made Psycho, but then they they made they made a resistance the resistance games like remember yeah. they made those right those were good yeah. games those were good i mean that was like ps2 was all the platformers with sly and ratchet and all those and then yeah mm-hmm. by the end of that well granted that was a long life cycle but the end of that system's life cycle they didn't care and ps3 like barely had platformers yeah they went to resistance and stuff well it's because like call of duty and halo happened and then like that's all anyone cared about was just shooters mm-hmm. not me not yeah. rob yeah 
That's why they don't make games for you anymore, Rob. Because they don't likes of all the other shit. Oh, Which is apparently, why I watch YouTubers play older games. Yeah. Before anyone screams at us, Sly Cooper was actually by Sucker Punch. So they did. That's what uh, I was saying. You're talking about Punch. Infamous, then. Infamous. That's the one. It's like this generic looking fucking. Yeah, he that. he was very much just some white dude. He didn't have any characteristics. Although the the infamous the the was <laughs> infamous second son on PS4, they turned him into like a Native American like guy. And, of course uh, they did. Yeah, but he was that was a that was a decent game. Yeah. I didn't play many infamous games, but I did play that one and I had fun with it. Can shake your controller like a dick and spray it everywhere. Yep, it was anyway, like basically Spider-Man, but spe- you're Native yeah, American. That's what he does too. Uh, so speaking of shaking dicks, that's all for my sack. That's it. <laughs> all right, let's get into the newsstand. And man, there's actually been a lot of news going around uh, the past couple of weeks. There's been some rumors swirling around. Um, there's some rumors that uh, look like Microsoft and Sega were going to have some sort of announcement coming up this summer. There's some rumors that uh, Panzer Dragoon Saga is going to be coming out at some point. Uh, and I think both of those are probably fake. Yeah. I think that's kind of the uh, the current uh, leanings on the interwebs is that they are fake. But you know what's not fake, Scotty, is huh. that uh, Streets of Rage 4... Man, it's going to have a retro mode, and it's going to have a shit ton of characters from the tr- first trilogy yeah. that are going to be playable in pixel form. It's going to look like, like a freaking Smash Brothers character select screen on there. Yeah, you know what's crazy? So, yeah, so they just dropped this out of nowhere. Um, I feel like I feel like they saw, like, dot, it's dot .ebu, right, is the publisher? Yep. But I think they saw what Sony did with that uh, PS5 controller, and they're like, okay, hold my beer. We're going to drop this trailer, <laughs> and what? we're going to fucking blow that out, and we're going to take the top spot in this week's news cycle. Um, yeah, dude, this this is everything I ever wanted. And you know what's crazy is I talked to uh, one of the producers on this game at PAX East, I was asking him, I'm like, dude, uh, are we going to have any, like, unlockable characters? Are there going to be any, like, any extra bonus type stuff? And he straight up told me to my face, like, looked right in my eyes. I was like, no, we're not doing any of that. Because he saw <laughs> your excitement. Only... He knew you wouldn't be able to keep a secret. Yeah. I, I didn't even want, like, he, 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 he could have done one of those. We don't have anything to announce at this time, which would have. I can I, neither I confirm like, nor deny. Right, yeah, I would have gave him like a little wink, like okay, I got you. But no, he just straight up like cold face lied to me. Um, which whatever, I'm just excited this is happening. They're gonna have 16 playable characters, 16 or 15, no 17. Holy shit, 17 playable characters. You're gonna have Skate, Doctor Zan, Max, dude. Like everybody's back. The gang is back together. This is like a Fast and the Furious movie come to life. Is basically like what everyone's world. Back. Are you living in? Have you watched the Fast and Furious movies? Yes, Every, everyone. It's this is basically the Fast and Furious of the beat 'em up world. Oh boy, everyone's back. You've got seventeen characters back in this well, game. If that's the case, then I guess the kangaroo is Paul Walker for this series because he doesn't seem to be coming back. Da da ba ba da ba. All right, I'm out of here. See ya. <laughs> um. And not only that, one of the other coolest parts is that you'll be able to get the 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 soundtracks from the first two games. 
which is fine because I'm not a huge fan of the soundtrack in Future Age 3. I don't think that's a uh, controversial statement. But I think uh, Yuzo like did some weird experimentations in Streets of Rage 3. And I don't know about you guys, but I wasn't a huge fan of that soundtrack. I but couldn't one and tell two, you any of it, but I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah, one and two are the jams. I love it. And so I think they made a good choice there. And not only that, did you hear that uh, it's going to be on Game Pass day one? That's cool. Yeah. I do... I can't wait. Uh, it's I th- they did, did. I think they announced a release date, didn't they? Shit, we don't have it here on the outline. Um, Professional. It's coming April 29th. Yeah, I'll edit all this. I'll, I'll edit this out. Don't worry. Yeah. No, I want to say um, April 23rd. April 23rd. Damn, ten days from now. Hot this shit. is going to happen. Um, Scotty, I think we should uh, do a stream night of this. When that's this, a Thursday, uh, sir. So that's going to be the throwdown. Oh shit! Is it only uh, co-op, uh, couch co-op four player? Yes, that's God damn yeah, it. couch co-op four player, online co-op two player. Damn it! That's a bummer, but um, we'll just have a coinciding stream somehow. Like we'll do uh, what's Justin TV doing? Let's link up that and um, have two streams going at once. Yep, yep, we can do that. Mm-hmm. Justin TV, that's the whole thing, right? Yeah. I'm going to totally. just ask Jeeves about that real quick. See oh, what's good. Going yes, on. please do. Bing, add, <laughs> tell Jeeves to ask. Tell Bing to ask Jeeves. Yep. There we go. Yep. That's still a thing. I mean, that's um, pretty cool. So, There's they're throwing in a lot of stuff that maybe people thought they wanted or didn't know they wanted, but this is a good uh, coming up to be not just another. It's not the Double Dragon Four. Was that? Was it? Uh, yeah, there was a Double Dragon Four, right? That's just like absolute crap. Sure. Yes. I think it was that. Yes, there is. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 I mean, if you really want a real Double Dragon 4, it's Double Dragon versus Battletoads. That was actually, like, my yeah my Double Dragon 4. That was a pretty good... Wasn't pretty good the game. new Double Dragon kind of shitty, too? Neon. Are you fucking kidding no, me? No, that was awesome, dude. Yeah, was that game it? is great. Yeah, you don't know what you're I, talking about. I, I, I know. The... That's I'm asking you guys. Like, yeah, that's one of the I, few I, games I played, like, straight through the first time I played it and was actually laughing at the at, at Skullmageddon, and it's that's a great game. So... But this is looking pretty good. I feel like this is kind of like Lizard Cube's like shtick now. Like do an old school game, but just fucking throw all sorts of crazy extras in there. Because with the uh, Wonder Boy, the Dragon's Trap, they had that. They had the ability to where you can like in real time switch back and forth from the from the new graphics to the original graphics, which was so cool. I did that like all the time in that game. Um, and man, they're like. They need just to do every retro remake at this point because they, I think they just do a very, very good job of of being very respectful of the source material um, while bringing the uh, that that game into kind of like the current time um, in terms of like gameplay, uh, you know, all the other stuff that uh, you need for it. Uh, it's those dudes are awesome, man. Uh, I'm I'm very happy that they are in control of this series. I will say that I was a little concerned when I first saw the the first trailer and and it was hand drawn and not pixel sprite based. Um, but after playing it, they completely won me over, dude. It's it's so good. This game is perfect. Um, I hope one day they get to make Shining Force Four. I, I mean. 
I I would trust them to make Shining Force four. If there is there's very few um like developers small small studios that I think could handle it and Lizard Cube would definitely be one of them. Um I don't know if they've taken on a game like that before, uh but I would trust that they could do it, man. Um it, it's it's crazy like I don't know if it's been like with just in the last few years, but it seems like uh France has had a big boom in like game development talent. Like there is some really big games coming out of of uh like France and even like Canada. Like it's there's it's crazy to see the talent like in in Europe uh in terms of like game development and, and things like that these days. It's not just it's it, a lot of people just still assume like oh it's either Japan or United States. No, man. It's dude there's so much stuff happening all over the world and it's just so cool to see that uh these dudes in France and uh you know like coming out swinging with Wonder Boy and, and Streets Rage 4. These games are going to be fucking awesome. Still a missed opportunity to get Jack Black to do the theme for Wonder Boy. Just saying. <laughs> Mr. Nasty. Great. Or nasty. Man. Um keep it with the retro uh topics. The Polymega beta units have gone out this week. Uh and the Polymega is kind of near and dear to uh our hearts, I guess, sketch, because we played it at E3. Man, it seems like was it two years ago now? Three years ago? It's been almost two three years. years. Two E threes ago. This would have been the thirty three, right? Uh, I don't know. Um, We're not there yet, but yeah, it's a little over two years. Now. Yeah, um, but yeah. So we played it. Uh, it looked really good uh, a few years ago, and I don't know if you guys have been watching any of the streams. There's been about like maybe maybe half a dozen like YouTubers streamers that got uh, some beta units, and they've been streaming it over the course of a few day, the last few days. Um, I've been watching it and there it's it's been pretty impressive man like there's they they've been playing some Neo Geo CD games and there's hardly any loading times and obviously uh that system is notorious for its loading uh it it's been really really bad and it looks like from what I've seen the Sega Saturn emulation is really done done really well I was watching uh what was that one uh YouTuber's name is it Sarumaru or Sarumaru that's it. Uh, he was playing a lot of uh, Saturn games a couple of nights ago, and I was watching. I was watching for about an hour or so, and they all looked to be running really well. And you just basically the cool thing about it, man, you just put the disc in, and it basically downloads like the ISO and keeps it in memory. And you don't, you can just play it. Out, you know, like you don't even need the disc anymore. I don't think. Um, kind of like how you know, like your Retron Five and your Retro Freak can do with cartridge-based games, the Polymega can do that with with CD-based games, um, and that's awesome because I'm Scotty. I'm going to be able to get your Panzer Dragoon Saga, you know, copy and, you and load it on Polymega. And yeah, I'm not going to have to do it. I can finally play the game, and I don't have to pay all the money to fucking get it. Um, but Dude, I, I pre-ordered my unit uh, a few weeks ago, yeah. and I finally pulled the trigger on it. I just got the base unit, which was three hundred dollars, um, without any of the module add-ons. Because if um, if if the, our listeners are are aren't familiar with the Polymeg, it's basically a uh, like a modular system with these like um, blocks that can detach from it, and 
you could put another attachment to it that will be compatible with a different uh, cartridge system. So you could essentially put like a Sega Genesis attachment. You could take that off and put an NES, uh, Super NES, um, all these other different types of attachments, and they will sell them uh, like piecemeal. Uh, or you could buy just like one giant, uh, you know, like combo system with everything with it. Um, but the reason why I'm really getting it is just for the the CD based games uh, and the compatibility there, because it's dude, it has so much stuff that it can play. I'm I'm super well, excited for it. The thing is too with the base model, you're getting four systems with that because you've got Saturn, Sega CD, PS1, Neo Geo CD. And each of those go for anywhere from like eighty to two and a half hundred dollars, whatever, uh, on their own. So the base model for three hundred bucks isn't too bad because it's also updated hardware. That's um, I was talking about this with the Scrubverse guys last time I sat in with them, and that's the thing. It's like as collectors, the hardware, depending on where it is, where you've kept it, whatever, but still the hardware is is not going to last as long as the games. So it's mm. nice to have this for an updated thing and, and all of them in one central area and everything so um yeah the i was seeing that uh yeah i watched that video you you shot to us chris where the guy mentioned that you pop in a disc it pulls the artwork the region it shows you all that um kind of takes a screenshot for a banner of the game when you're hovering over it and stuff um which is really really cool yeah um the, the ui we were really impressed with that uh when we saw it at e3 uh, what do you uh, think, super fucking impressed. Like, I can't begin. Look, if people want to know, well, Rob, it's just UI. What does it matter? I, I, I'm going to just point you to the Ouya. Mm-hmm. As an example, one of the worst interfaces I've ever fucking had to endure. Like, ever. And look, I have a day one PS4. Not much better. Like, it's not snappy. It stutters. The, the hard drive, there's latency. It still I mean, stutters. It's sim- yeah, it's simplistic, but it stutters. I can't, I can't fucking stand a stuttering menu, you know, like, it's like, what are we doing here? There was never anything like that with the mm. Polymega. Like, I mean, it was, and it was streaming videos, like a little animated, everything off all the games, everything was bright and crisp. Nothing looked janky. Like it is probably the, honestly, I, if I was Sony, Xbox, Nintendo, I would hire those guys just to fucking <laughs> show yeah. everyone how it's done in terms of an interface for a game console. It's, it's a, uh, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. It's, it's going to be great. Uh, I know I, some people are kind of down on it because it's doing emulation and it's not doing like, uh, what is it? The uh, FPGA. Yeah. But I think sorry, we don't still have a million motherboards lying around. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Like with I mean, who's making assembly fucking Saturn boards, bro. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, who but even they, has the capability to do that? Like, I don't, they have basically went and uh, licensed out the best emulators for each respective platform and even brought back some of the original, like, writers of these these emulators to, to write uh, updated and custom uh, emulators for the Polymega. And so these dudes, I mean, they're doing it right. These are, Chris, these are the same people that spent $100-something dollars on an NES Classic, and it's just emulating ROMs. You know right. what I mean? Le- legitimate, like, literal fucking ROMs, the same ROMs that you download off the internet. Like, it's ridiculous. So, um, I'm talking about the classic. The, the Polymega is... Look, man, no one could be 
a bigger dick about that system than me, that fucking E3. When Chris was like, because Chris loves to go to all these crazy, as people know, Chris likes to go to all these crazy PC peripheral, like, booths, yep. you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, you know? like <laughs> I'm like, it literally is like a little kid being tagged along with his dad. Like, I don't want to, can I get a coffee? Where's the snack machine? You know? <laughs> and Morrison's just like, I'll go wherever, I don't care. Um, yep. I was blown away. I, I wanted to go back. We went back a few times just because I was mm-hmm. just like, this is fucking nuts. Like, and I look, if, if I wasn't afraid that I'd lose my job at any given moment, I would have pre-ordered it by now. You know what I mean? So it's unfortunate that this situation we're in of this uncertainty, but I'm glad to know Chris, that there are people like you out there who are like, fuck it. I'm going anyway. You yep. know, mm-hmm. cause that means it'll be there when I know I, I have a better shot at it. Um, and I do, yeah. It's the only retro gaming console that I'm interested in, in owning. So, I yeah. I think that this one has a future, and ex- like it it has legs that can continue on for a long period of time because like they are planning an actual store and ecosystem around it, and it's not just going to be a product that they throw out there and. They just, you know, sell X amount of units and it's just done. And maybe they update it a couple times with some new firmware. This is, this is like a, and, you know, this is going to be an evolving service and, and system that they're going to continue to support for, for years. Uh, And so I think this is going to be like the, uh, like solution from a retro, like I guess neo retro system that can play so many of your existing library, and you only just need this one unit to be able to do it. Uh, I, I don't. I've not seen anything else that has been able to do it as good as this, uh, and as sleek a package as the Polymega. There's um. We'll link the video in the description, but the again the video by Modern Vintage Gamer you sent us, Chris. Um, did you watch that, Rob? Uh, unfortunately, guys, I've been extremely busy with my work. That's fine. Uh, he sent it to us this I afternoon, but I'd recommend still checking it out or just throwing it on in the background. But one thing that he said in there that caught my ear was um, they'll, since it's going to be connected to the Internet and everything, uh, they'll have patches that you can download for games, like for English translations for games that don't have those or even like ROM patches. So I wonder if that opens up any opportunities for crazy hacks and mods and stuff. Um but uh, it's just like Shining Force Three. There you go. Right. Uh, Although yeah. it's still it's still gonna have the the shitty 3D. Now I love the way Grandia, the first Grandia, looked on Saturn. You know, with the 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 pixel textures. I just wish Shining Force Three had looked like Grandia. Like it, the the art design on Shining Force Three is it's not good. For, and I like low poly with pixel textures. It's just. It should have looked more like Mega Man Legends or, or Grandia. Mm-hmm. It just looks like uh, it's not good. I think I think Legend of Oasis might be the prettiest like pixel sprite based game on Saturn. I thought that game was absolutely gorgeous. Um, that that was a very beautiful game. Yeah, but I was talking about like like low polys with pixels. Right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah, no. Um, I would, dude. I'm right there with you, man. I would love to see that too. Like. Uh, I'm all aboard the uh, Shining Force hype train. One other thing I'll mention about the Saturn stuff is apparently it'll play the 4-meg Saturn games no problem, like Street Fighter, and I I forget the other couple of ones that you needed, like the actual RAM pack to play and stuff. It was just Japan. And they even came out with an 8-meg 
RAM card at 1.2, didn't they? Uh, possibly. They the four, the, I think they came out with the 4 meg, and then they came out with the 8 meg later uh, on. I will say. look real quick. Uh, that is a thing that exists. I don't know if it's required for certain things. I don't want to do too much I don't, I don't think it's required. It's one of those things that where if, if you have it, you'll have more frames of animation and, and different mm. types. Uh, right it on. does make a difference it, it, as far as like, the way the games look and play. So, mm-hmm. um, last bit of news: uh, Retrobit has teased a new Dreamcast controller that has a uh, a redesigned D-pad and analog stick. So, I don't know about you guys. Like, I've been waiting for my Retro Fighters Dreamcast controller for a while now. Uh, how and... many of them? That was I like think, six months ago, man. Yeah, um, I can't remember if I got one or two. I thought I, I heard know. you I got. I heard you got four. You psycho. That's no. why I didn't buy one because if I bought one, I would need <laughs> I four to have four. it complete and whatever. I did not get four. Okay. Um, I, I think I got one or two. I can't remember. This but, coming uh, from the guy that accidentally owns like three copies of uh, I forget what game it was. You bought three copies of accidentally or something. The problem is, is that I just. I always forget what games that I own and <laughs> I I go to a game store and I'm like, oh what that game and then I bring oh shit. So that's a problem. But anyway, uh so Retrobit is throwing their hat in the Dreamcast controller uh arena, I guess you could say. Um looking at the I guess they, they came out with some blueprint type of thing with it, and they have um uh, repositioned triggers. They have a six-button layout, which is kind of interesting. Um, I don't know how many games would really need a six-button layout on the Dreamcast. The fighters. The fighting games. I mean, there was a third-party one that had six buttons, and that was like, uh, for the marathon, Brett would bring that just until we started bringing like arcade sticks to the freaking thing. Um, Pow- powers don't would play better if you didn't have to use the triggers, I think. Probably. Uh, most shooters would. Yeah, as well. I would. Yeah, I would agree with you. Uh, uh, they uh, the 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 one thing that's really exciting for me is there's a wireless model. Oh, nice! I didn't even see that. Somehow you don't I don't have that. to. Yeah, that's. But yeah, the blueprint about. says like redesigned D-pad, new analog stick, wired and wireless model, six button layout, and reposition triggers. So it might be like a little bit wider somehow the actual controller itself to reposition the triggers. I'm not really sure. Like, yeah, all we have right now is this, um, the blueprint thing, the, the D pad. I don't know if they did this on purpose, but it looks a lot like the Saturn D pad, which is a much better D pad than the dreamcast one. Yeah. So. That dreamcast controller could fuck itself. Dude. So like, well, when you guys I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, the D pad. Oh, when okay. you guys posted that, that controller, and I was like, yeah, fucking finally a, a D-pad that won't turn my fucking, won't grate my, I mean, literally the, the Dreamcast D-pad, D-pad gave my thumb a callus. Like, yeah. like, you know, like in the 80s, it was like, oh, the D-pad's fucking up kids' hands. Like, the, I got the blisters on my fingers. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> like, I got a blister on my finger from that thing, you know, and. Then Graham jumps in the the chat and he's like, I love that D pad. I'm like, You're out of your <laughs> fucking mind. And stop eating beans for breakfast. You know That's what I mean? Graham, like, dude. <laughs> I, I love I love the British folk, man, but you know, like don't 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 go down that path with that don't try and you know, that, that contrarian thing now where that thing that used to suck is actually the best ever. Like that D pad is the worst. The only D pad worse that that's as in 
I say this one's worse because this one hurt your thumb. But the second worst would have been the D-pad on the GameCube because it was the fucking game mm. oh, game mini D-pad. Yeah, that little Jesus, tiny fucking thing. That. Yeah. yeah, that was that yeah. Was that was more of a button with eight edges to it. Yeah, I don't know if there's ever was a uh, a D-pad that like killed my fingers as much as the NES controller. I feel like that was just like sharpened by like dwarves in the minds but, of Moria and No, if 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 you had no option for analog control on the Dreamcast controller, then it would have been that one because it was legitimately sharp. And there were some like... fighting games that didn't <laughs> yeah. allow the the stick, I remember. You could only use the D-pad on them. I yeah, still wish not... like, I I wonder and and I've said this if Sega would have added a second analog stick to the Dreamcast, like how that could have possibly impacted like just the everything. Actually, interestingly enough, uh, in that Dreamcast Year One book, a part of it I read regarding Bernie Stoller, a Bernie Stoller interview, he mentioned how he tried to push for a second stick and that just didn't happen because it wasn't in the cards financially at the launch. <laughs> that was the so, one thing they couldn't. They drew the oh, line no. there. There, no, there were a <laughs> yeah, bunch really of things. They really needed that fucking but, modem. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that one over yeah. DVD, and I forget what the other thing was. Uh, fucking that modem, man. Like, mm-hmm. What are you supposed to do with fifty six k? Like, did you ever use web TV? I did. Not. I was born no. in the army, and it was like twenty bucks. I'm like, why not? And I was. I had it right next to my computer. I'm like, let's just see how long this takes. Holy shit! It was like. <laughs> It was like when you when you logged into AOL like ninety two, you mm-hmm. know, and you're like, well, I'll just walk away for a while, come back, so eventually this shit will be working. So. Mm-hmm. Although, like, I mean, they 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 had that shit like tuned pretty well because I mean, I fucking played PSO and I played NFL two K like one and two on dial up, and as long as no asshole was trying to voice chat, that stuff played pretty well. But as soon as someone tried to voice chat, it bogged the hell down. Mm. Oh, voice well, chat. What's the matter when they get rid of the system? You can never use the web features. You'd still be able to use the dual analog. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, though. Is like, yeah, they. If, I think if they had the analog, because that would have um, had a huge impact on like shooters and things like that. Because there were lots of shooters on the Dreamcast. God. But you had this like weird thing where you had to use like the face buttons to control. You know, yep. like like strafing and different things like that and the car- or the camera it was just so fucking cumbersome like i remember did you ever, did you ever play enemy zero was it enemy zero like uh that was on the saturn that was that survival horror game by uh um, um, no i'm thinking about that the the mech one was it power slave or uh, power slave oh, oh a, um oh zero. shit yeah, Slave, Slave Zero. Zero. See, right? Oh, <laughs> the dude. is getting the better of me, folks. Yeah, that one, I do remember, because I actually enjoy that game, it figures, but what I had to do is, like, switch it to first person instead of third person and, like, completely change the controls, because the biggest, or the dumbest thing about that was it was also released on PC, so I'm thinking, like, oh, I'm the idiot that's got a controller and a mouse because I wanted Quake and Unreal, but will that work with Slave Zero? No. So... Yeah, there's ways around it, but yeah, no, I know, I know what you're talking about with that weird. I remember game. though how awesome it was getting that keyboard and mouse and and playing Unreal Term in Quake, mm-hmm. and just it made such a big difference in how you know just like the 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 accuracy and just the how how well you could control your character compared yeah. to Chris, fucking Dreamcast see, controller. See, Chris, that's how I feel about turn-based combat, right there. And maybe that's what? also what I should plug in on my PS4 to play Doom Eternal properly. The Dreamcast keyboard. I say plug in the Dreamcast controller. 
you can control the character. You do exactly what you want it to do. You're not really controlling the character, though. Yeah, you are. Not really. Yeah, you are. You're just hoping that, like... You hit a button, he does a bunch of shit. When you hit a button in the game, he does a bunch of shit. You know what I mean? Come on. Boy, I'm excited for these six-face buttons and these updated (laughs) D-pads and shoulder buttons and wireless stuff. Stay tuned to the bonus show when Sketch and I just continue to argue silly things. I can do this all day. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, I Uh, I got news. I forgot to add it. Got it. Go for it. You a big fan of Spawn? I like Spawn. I like the Spawn movie. Of course you do. (laughs) And you know... Well, John right Leguizamo now, was awesome in that. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> right now, there's a Kickstarter. He's um, he's redoing the original Spawn figure from '95, and uh, they were hit a hundred thousand dollar goal. And six days in, we're at one point three million. So he's already added updates where the chains are going to be metal chains. You get those for free. You get extra hands. Oh shit! And I'm looking at it right and now. And his Damn, modern figures, awesome. they have like thirty points of articulation. Everything can be moved and articulated now so with the same level of crazy detail and the eyes kind of glow too they're fucking awesome so um, i'm hoping he adds some more stretch goals for some of the other figures from the original lineup like the medieval spawn and violator or the clown so we'll see it's still 24 more days to go but i mean yeah it's pretty fucking cool damn how much is it like just for the, how... for the base figure 40 yeah. bucks 40 yeah. bucks that's not bad but you're already getting extra hands um and you're getting a steel chain right off the bat are we going to get a new Spawn movie? No, and I'll tell you why. So uh, now I know, I know right now, some little mega visioners, or mega maniacs out there, are slamming their keyboards trying to tell me Rob, he's working on a movie with the Blumhouse, and he wrote the script. He's going to direct it. Jamie Foxx going to be Spawn, and Jeremy Renner's going to be Twit. I know, I know, guys. But let me tell you something: this movie's never going to fucking come out. And I will tell you why, because I sat in a room with the head of New Line at Comic-Con years and years ago, where he explained to me why they never made a sequel to Spawn. Because Tom McFarlane insisted that, one, he directed, which they're like, no. No way, and no. Two, he insisted that it would be a movie like Seven, in which Spawn really isn't even in it at all, and he's just, like, in the background. And he's like, Todd, we already made Seven. you know so now it's gone down to like from a 40 50 million dollar movie spawn uh seven remake where spawns briefly and you by the way if you were reading the comics you could see he changed the comics storytelling around issue the late 50s early 60s um he changed the, the, the storytelling of that to fit that mold where it was about sam and twitch and they were investigating different things, and Spawn would kind of appear and act exact justice somehow. Now, I love Sam and Twitch. I love the Sam and Twitch miniseries. But if you're gonna call a movie Spawn, it's got it's like it's like making a Batman movie, and it's all about Jim Gordon and his family. And Batman's just kind of like he just shows up and drops the criminals off at the end of the day. You know, like that. That's not much of a Spawn movie. So, with this current film, he's made that same script. Only now he took Sam out, and it's just Twitch which would have been Jeremy Renner. So I don't think it's ever going to get made because it doesn't have Spawn in it. And I don't understand. It's like making a Venom movie in which there's no Venom. Right. It doesn't make any sense. So, um, yeah, it's a shame. Also, I mean, like in a perfect world, I think a Spawn movie would would be somewhere between Heavy Metal and Thor Ragnarok. 
you know, and would look like the artwork and shit and be fucking super fun, but, and have violence, over the top violence, like Deadpool, you know, like a Deadpool version of Ragnarok would be where Spawn is, somewhere between high fantasy science fiction and ultra violence. And he did wants to just, make this. Did we just find out what our next sideshow movie's going to be? You did in your head. Uh, we got to watch Spawn again, really? <laughs> we haven't I'll, done I'll it yet. I'll sit. I'll sit through it because I have a great Spawn story that I can okay. share. All right. Well, no, we we are going to listen. Or Scotty, I'll let you uh, tell us what we're watching this week. Well, we haven't gotten there yet. It. Well, I know that. That's I'm fucking segue into it. Oh, well, was... let me just add up, guys. Yeah, we weren't go done check talking about Spawn. Spawn. Go check out the Spawn Kickstarter. Um, if you're a fan of Spawn and '90s shit and everything else, and it says it, uh, it is redoing the comic too. Is it just like the first issue or something? No, 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 no. So the toys ship with their own comics. Oh, that's the original. Right. The original wave of like five or six figures each mm-hmm. had their own comic. Where McFarlane did, they they just reused a piece of art that he had done for the covers, and then the mm-hmm. interiors were drawn by this. I think it was like Clayton Hen. Some I don't know. It was fucking some dude. They weren't very good. So they definitely need to redo those because they weren't that great. Has Todd you know, McFarlane for- gotten through without any like major controversy? Like, did he get through the whole well, Me Too thing? Yeah, he's never been that guy. He's always been super businessy but you know what he did escape clean and i was rather shocked by it do you remember that mmo that the baseball guy made the kurt Schilling? he got 25 oh, million yeah dude i played the shit out of that game well, um, do you know who the other two investors in that company were i would imagine todd mcfarlane was one of them one was r.a salvatore the author and he wrote was writing that all the story for the main game and the other one was todd mcfarlane hmm and he has never commented on it. I have tried at con, even uh, there was a small con in Mesa, Arizona, like like a hundred people were at, and I was trying to get him to talk about it. He just walked right past. <laughs> oh damn! I was like, I just want to know, man. I'm not part of the you know. Like, I just want to. He's like not saying, sh- and he's never mentioned Kurt Schilling ever again. So think about that. Oh, God, what was the name of that game? Mm-hmm. It was an amazing looking game. Uh, Nicholas Cole, the guy I worked with, uh, I worked with on Spyro. He was a lead concept artist on that. He got his break there on that game, and visually, it was just was the company that that made it. Yeah, but the, visually, that game was phenomenal. It's one of the best looking games never not made. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I mean it was a competent game. Like I, 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 I beat it, and I. Oh no, no, I no, no! It. You played. Okay, hold on. Kingdoms of Amalur. Wait, what Reckoning. are we talking about? Oh, okay. No, no. See, here's the thing. They were making an MMO. Okay? Yes, yes, yes. And that was not. It was not getting done because I don't think people realize to make an MMO. And this came from Gaming Steve. Remember, I mentioned Gaming Steve before the Gaming Steve podcast. He was talking about this at the time it went down. Was that you need basically five hundred million dollars to burn just to get an MMO going? Shit, fuck that. He's not even joking. And they were they had maybe got what twenty five or seventy five million from the Rhode Island guy. It's we not, can make a video game magazine for that. Yeah, well, you know, for a month, a really um, bad. So... <laughs> <laughs> we let Dave Halverson run things three weeks. And we'll maybe so... get it out on time. <laughs> we can get the world's largest Sonic statue. <laughs> so, um, so they were making this MMO, and it was getting nowhere. And they had to ship something. They bought another game and reskinned it. And that game is what you played, the Kingdoms of Amalur or whatever. Like, so the game that they were actually making, the MMO project, whatever it was called, I can't remember, never actually came out. Project Kurt. Yeah, whatever. Project Shilling, fucking whatever. Mm. Big <laughs> asshole. So, 
Um, yeah, they, he defrauded the people of Rhode Island. And by the way, they never should have cut that check to begin with. It was, it was basically, yeah, they were going to give him some sort of like uh, tax break incentives and stuff like that because he was supposed to hire a bunch of people and and keep employment and within the state and make all this shit, and it never happened. So that's the biggest so, scandal he was really involved in, and he he's look, man, that guy navigated that genius, a smart business guy, Todd. So. What you do is just you don't say anything, you don't acknowledge it, you don't respond to anything, and it goes he, away. He literally did that to my face. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I was impressed. Like, well that played, Todd. Lesson learned is just don't acknowledge anything, and it'll go away. Outrage culture one hundred and one. So. All right. Uh, I think it's about time to wrap things up. Scotty, you got anything you want to pimp out there before we end um, this thing? Uh, the only thing that I could think of since we were already talking about Saru Maru on YouTube, um, this will go up while while he's still doing all these, uh, but for anyone that remembers the game FX Unit Yuki that we gave away during the Dreamcast Marathon, he's one of the people that made that, did the art direction and everything, and he is streaming the Polymega stuff uh, every day from up through, th- what's Thursday? What's that date? Uh, April 16th at 6 p.m. Yep. Eastern. Uh, I'm sorry, 6 p.m. Pacific. But he's uh, playing Polymega stuff and testing it out and everything. So if you want to get an idea of how it actually works, like the UI and everything, take a look at that. And I said before, how did, we'll... Hmm? How did he get a beta unit and Chris didn't? Wow. No shit. <laughs> Probably because he actually would, would stream it every day and there's no hell out yeah, right. Um, yeah. Now, Scotty um, would do it, though, right? I, I would do it if that was promised to me. Like, fuck yeah. Um, I think the thing is, though, here's, a, here's the thing. Here's the catch. Uh-huh. Is that <clears throat> you're not getting a free unit. Like, this is basically, like, an early unit that you get. Like, yeah. he, you, have to pre, you had to pre-order this to get in the beta. And so they just basically shipped you out your 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 unit early. And that's your that's your system that you paid for. So you're yeah. not getting like a oh, free system. Yeah. So it's like not, he's, yeah. he's not getting another one after. That. So that's the thing. It's just you're just basically getting it a, a early, and I think it's supposed to come out in June. Um, I don't. Is that what they said? I don't even know. Ah, that's we can talk about that. In is that time. what you said? I wasn't sure of the date for the actual consoles. That's that's what uh, that one video I, I posted or, or I sent to you earlier. Oh, I might not. Okay, I might have missed that part of it because I was taking notes on the other stuff. But but if you are, I think there's only like a week or two left on the current uh, uh, price. It's two ninety nine, and then I think next week it goes up to three ninety nine, and then you Sheesh. have to buy it off of uh, Walmart. is is going to be like the U.S. retailer or North American re- retailer God that they it. are going to be selling it. So you can purchase it directly from the Polymega website for two ninety nine. Um, but then after I really soon, like a week from now, it's going to go up to three ninety nine. What was so, your shipping cost on it? The shipping was like fifty bucks. Okay, then who fuck cares? <laughs> yeah. email. Okay. I don't know what the fuck was up with that, but whatever. Um, I got it. it but yeah, but uh, but Saramar is a good guy, so check him out regardless, and uh, check out all that Polymega stuff we're talking about. So you know what we're talking about. Yeah. He's a good streamer, man. He knows his his stuff. I I watched I've watched him the last few days, and I subscribe to him. He's uh, seems to be a, a really uh, really nice fella. I, I like his stream, so mm-hmm. good stuff. Yeah. Um, 
what else we got here? Uh, what we got are we the sideshow coming up if you want to talk about, if you want to mention that real quick. Um, the sideshow this week's movie is the Sonic OVA, that crazy anime Sonic movie that was recent, released in like 98, 99. So. What does OVA stand for? I'm not uh, showing. Uh, obviously, original video animation, right? Yeah, I'm not sure, honestly. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm digging out. deep, guys, but that's hard. <laughs> Sounds good I, to me, man. You, you, if, as long as you say it with authority and confidence, I'll believe you. Uh, that is not what it's. Oh, that goddamn. that is the secret to Peter Molyneux's career, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, of original video animation. That's what Google tells me, real quick. So we'll go with that. Got, got it. Sketchcraft remembers. <laughs> yeah, but then I mean, streams coming up. Um, pretty almost just every day of the week. Uh, just keep it on our Twitch Monday through Thursday, sometimes Friday with indie stuff. Uh, the best thing is to hop on the Megavision site, megavisionsmag.com, to see our schedule. Or honestly, keep up with our Twitter, because we always tweet um, the day that we're going to stream a couple hours before what we're actually doing, and then when we do go live. So keep an eye on there. Right on. And always, if uh, you are not subscribed to our Patreon and you want your copy of Megavisions, you can go on to www.patreon.com slash megavisions. And choose between a physical or digital version of the magazine. And if you want... Can they still well, get issue 9? Can they still get in on issue 9? No, 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 you uh, can't. So you'd, you'd have to be getting issue 10. Yes, so if you subscribe right now, you will be able to get issue 10. But we are going to have some uh, extra copies that we're going to uh, get printed for uh, the people who signed up uh, after the deadline. And you'll be able to buy those uh, on our web store at megavisionsmag.com. And so uh, for those of you, we will definitely be putting that out there on all the different social media platforms that we are on. And we'll let you know uh, when those are ready. But uh, our first priority is to ship everything to our patrons. So we'll get those uh, in their hands. And once uh, those orders are fulfilled, we will open up all the rest of... uh, you know, whatever we have left over uh, on our website, and then everyone else can uh, can buy those. But uh, they do, they do go fast. We ordered a bunch of uh, copies of issue eight, uh, and that was only because we were going to uh, too many games and some other uh, game conventions last year. So we still have some copies of that left, uh, but I don't know how many we're going to order beyond what we're going to fulfill for our. Uh, patrons and so it's probably not going to be the same amount we'll see but get on that and that way you can make sure you have your copies of the magazine and i think that's going to do it for us this week i'm looking forward to seeing some sonic stuff uh have you guys watched uh the sonic uh movie since it's come on uh on demand nope no, I I did not know that that would be the last movie I ever saw in movie theaters. <laughs> oh shit! Right? That Mine was, was Bloodshot. <laughs> my, I, I got to see Bloodshot. Vin Diesel fucked my life. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you do that. <laughs> you know, you just oh. we're not watching that for. I time. was I'm a big fan of the Bloodshot comp. So uh, Ray Garrison is a badass. 
Did we say bye? Diesel... Is this the end of the show? Is this how we're ending it, talking about you Bloodshot? Can... Yeah, I mean, you can go now if you're listening to this. We're just bullshit. Oh, you can leave. You can get yeah. up and leave. Don't, don't worry. Just, just see yourself out. Burn Isn't your earbuds. Is he recording it, though? Yeah. He... I'm just. I'm going to cut yeah, it off right. as soon as he mentions Bloodshot. Bloodshot. <laughs> <laughs> Dot com. Yeah. Oh. Thank you, everybody. Backforce4.com. See you later.